How's it going, everybody? Padres fans, Padres fans, Padres fans, wherever you may be, however you may be listening, my name is Borna, a.k.a. Hog here. Now, it's been a long day at work, but let's get a real one out of the system. We're 41 and 24. Best start in franchise history. So y'all are mad? You shouldn't be. So, how's it going, everybody? Let me close the windows. How's it going, everybody? I'm your host, Porta, a.k.a. Hog here. Welcome to the San Diego Padres Chicago Cubs postgame show. I'm your host, Borna, a.k.a. Hog. The San Diego Swingin' Friars of San Diego find another way to get it done. They are 41-24, best start in franchise history. We thought it was going to be a shaky day for No-No Joe, who immediately said for us to shut the F up. Joe Musgrove continuing his Cy Young bid today, this early morning in Chicago. He advances to 8-0. With a 1.59 ERA, a whip of under 0.9. No Mazzara emoji, L Hog. I thought I added it. You should see the Mazzara emoji. Refresh it because I just put it in the chat. And actually, the Nomar Mazzara jersey is called a Mazda emoji. Because we need to talk about Nomar Mazzara, everybody. Welcome to the San Diego Padres. That is the wrong score because I did not really prepare for this at all. Post-game show. We brought out the brooms today, chat. Now, we need to discuss a lot about this team, the resiliency of this team, and I need a Joe Muscove emoji. But let's get some Mazdas in the chat. No more Mazzara is literally amazing right now for the San Diego Padres. And we call him in the Padres Hogwatch Discord, we call him Mazda. If you have not, go ahead and join the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord. We'll be breaking down this full thing from beginning, middle, end. So go along, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. We'll do this until Game 6 of the NBA Finals begins. Also, make sure you join the San Diego Padres Hogwatch Discord, everybody. It's, uh, wow. Do you guys like Mazda? Is Mazda an okay name for Mazzara? Or, 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 or is that an annoying one for y'all? I put the link to it pinned on top of the chat. So Padres fans, our offense sucked today. It only put up six runs. <laughs> An absolutely great victory. Padres fans, we moved to 41-24. and 24. We were able to get another victory with no-no Joe hitting the mound. Welcome to the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show. I'm your host, Borna, a.k.a. Hog here. Chat. Chat. How are we feeling, man? I mean... This team, at this point, I'm starting to run out of adjectives. I'm starting to run out of adjectives for this baseball team right now. 
I'm running out. The resiliency of this baseball team. The fact that Joe Musgrove allows the early run. He allows a run in each of the first two innings of the baseball game. He doesn't have his best stuff. He quickly follows that up with five innings of dominant baseball. I mean, it's starting to look like an automatic win whenever Joe Musgrove touches the mound. I mean, that, that's the first thing. First off and foremost with Joe. By the way, everybody, for the first time in over 13 months, the San Diego Padres are in sole position of first place in the National League West. First place in the National League West, chat. How are we doing? We got over 100 people in the live stream. We're settling in on the hogwash. Smash the like button. Just getting settled in on this postgame show. I know there's not going to be as many people in here. This is four or five after the game was completed. But another quality start for Joe Musgrove. There's three certainties. Okay. I saw John Schaefer tweet this. It was absolutely genius. There's three certainties in this world. There's death. There's taxes. And there's Joe Musgrove quality starts. Because this guy has been absolutely magnificent. Just unbelievable. A a revelation for the San Diego Padres this year. But chat, we're going to talk about Joe Musgrove. But let's give credit to AJ Preller and give him credit where credit was actually due in finding the right pieces. Finally, in pressing the right buttons in AAA. We saw Nomar Mazzara finally get into one. Okay, we're going to show you guys something. Nomar Mazzara has been having great at-bats day in and day out for the San Diego Padres. And it was even better to see Nomar finally get in to his first home run for the Friars. Take a look at this thing, everybody. This was a no-doubt blast. He almost one hand chucked that thing out of Wrigley Field and that thing almost went 400 feet for Nomar Mazar and the San Diego Padres. He was able to get the Padres back over that deficit, get him back up 2-1 in the baseball game. Let's get some Nomar Mazaras in the mother effing chat. And then right after that in the eighth inning, the best, hottest leadoff man in baseball, Jerkson Profar, went deep and he was able to add to his home run tally mark. So the guys, the slugging is starting to return for this Padres offense. I haven't seen this offense more mentally locked in in my time covering this team. It's unbelievable to see how locked in this Padres offense is right now, Chet. Again, this was game 65 is in the book. San Diego Padres, Chicago Cubs. The Padres find themselves at 41 and 24. And if we take a look at the batting averages on this team, and let's get some Mazars and let's also get some Profars in the chat. We take a look at the batting averages of this baseball team right now, Padres fans. It's just an absolute delight to see. Profars hitting 253. Cronenworth's now getting closer to 250. Machado's hitting 330. Hosmer's hitting 288. He had a nice two hit day. Mazzara is hitting 350. This offense is locked in. And, and, Garcia allowed a run, although unearned. And, thanks Curtis. And Rogers allowed a run. But here's the thing, chat. When your offense, when your offense plays well, it, you can afford your relievers giving up runs. Gabriel with the $5 holla, I appreciate it, says, I know I changed it, man. Thank you. I know we saw Wilson hit really well against us, but I honestly don't think we can risk disrupting the chemistry between the staff and the catchers. 
you know, that's a great point. And guys, let's get some W's for Gabriel with the $5 holla. I hope you consider joining the Hogwatch YouTube membership, Gabriel. You know, listen, Gabriel, at the end of the day, how important is that chemistry? I understand it is, but Gabriel, Nola does nothing for us, man. Runners are stealing off him. He provides no power, no defense, no pop, no hitting. So at a certain point, you know, Gabriel, at, at what cost is it worth it? I mean, Wilson Contreras is a great catcher. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, obviously, obviously we want to get it to a point where we can have any catcher in this, you know, with this rotation. But I mean, come on, Gabriel, imagine adding Wilson Contreras to this lineup. But I think right now it's not more so about we wouldn't trade for a catcher because of the lack of camaraderie with the pitching staff. But I think more so, Gabriel, it's because Jorge Alfaro is showing that he can produce and you may not need a Wilson Contreras and we may so more so need a bat. Here's what I'm thinking right now, Chad. Again, welcome everybody to the Hogwatch postgame show. I'm your host, Borna, a.k.a. Hog. We're getting started here as the Padres are now 41-24. They sweep the Chicago Cubs. What a time to be alive. The biggest thing that I want to discuss is this. When are we going to consider benching Eric Hosmer. They bench Eric Hosmer. They'll play Luke Voigt at first base, and then they'll trade for a DH in Nelson Cruz. Here's something that can be very interesting. I can see them benching Hosmer if he continues to not play well, and then they can maybe bench him, slide Voigt to first, and then have Cruz DHing, for example. By the way, guys, Nelson Cruz is having an absolutely monster June, okay? The dude started out having a horrific April. We take a look at his last 30 games. He's hitting 361 with three home runs, 19 ribs. The dude is monstrous. He's my low-key acquisition right now for the San Diego Padres. Again, welcome everybody to the San Diego Padres Hogwatch postgame show. I'm your host, Borna, a.k.a. Hog here. This has been brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all betting needs. Padres fans. Let's rejoice. I cannot believe that this team is winning this many baseball games. Let's be real, everybody. Have your expectations been exceeded? Because mine are 100%. And next stop, next stop Padres fans, the Mile High City. The Mile High City is the next stop for these San Diego Padres. It's the next stop for No No Joe. It was great to see this big time victory today. The bats were cooking and it seems like potentially, now I could be wrong, but it seems like potentially we may get Bob Melvin back for the seat for the for the Colorado Rockies series. Again, Joe Musgrove, this is how he knows it's a Cy Young year for the guy. He's not having his best stuff today, and he's able to still have nine strikeouts, only walk a guy, and he was magnificent after those first two rough innings, and he was able to limit the damage as well after those first two rough innings for the San Diego Padres. What a day, Padres fans, to be alive. The Padres win 6-4. to four. Profar goes deep, okay? Mazzara goes deep for his first time as a San Diego Padre. And, and... The team continues to hit. The team continues to hit. Let's see if we can hear from Ryan Flaherty, chat. It's again today. Does what he usually does, and I think that uh, that third inning was pretty special. He got back on track there and um, really changed momentum in that game, and you know we came alive with the bats after that. Just from observing him on a night like today where he starts off maybe not quite as sharp as normal, but then he finds it. Is there anything that you've noticed in him that sort of gets him locked in? 
don't think it was any particular one thing, but the inning as a whole, that third inning, you could tell after that he got going pretty good. Nomar Mazar with his first home run as a pod. You can tell everybody. You can tell. This rotation is nuts! I, I just want to let it out one more time. People, this rotation is nuts! I've never seen something like this. The Padres are winning the World Series. Padre, how important has he been? How impressive has he been since he's been called up? He's contributed almost every game he's played, it seems like, and you know, played a pretty solid defense on top of it as well. So he's been a, a pleasant surprise. Comeback wins, 18th of the season, four all in this Love series. It. How Love important it. have those been? And is there a sense in this clubhouse now that no matter what happens, you guys are going to find a way to get it done? Yeah, like I said the other night, you know, I, that's something Bob's talked to the team a ton about. And uh... by the way, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be a dick. Um, I don't want to be a dick or weird, but Ryan Flaherty is a socially awkward dude. If it doesn't happen right away, you stay in there, you keep battling them, and um, at some point it's going to turn. You guys have gotten contributions from guys like Nomar and Kyle Tyler and Reese Kinnear, like guys that have come up and, and helped the team win. What does that say organizationally about like when, when those guys come up and do that? It's a sum of the parts, and another thing Bob mentioned to the team, it's not the 25 coming out of camp, and it takes a full 40 and sometimes more than that. And the good teams in the league, it's it's not just the top-end guys that are contributing. And we've had guys out, and you know it's even more important now that you know these, these role players, per se, are contributing and uh, helping us win. I know Adrian's back. Do you have any clarity on anyone else, the status of the other guys that are on the COVID? Adrian's the only one right now. Only got Morahone back. Ryan Flaherty, socially awkward. Ryan Flaherty on the Padres Hogwatch postgame show. So we have a COVID update, everybody. Adrian Morahone is back with the San Diego Padres. But besides that, Clevenger's still on the COVID. Bob Melvin's still on the COVID. Ryan Christensen's still on the COVID IL. But you heard from Padres interim manager Ryan Flaherty after two shaky games against the Rockies is starting to get it done in his role with the big-time four-game sweep. But I mean... How are we feeling right now, chat? I mean, th 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 this is unbelievable. I mean, this is unbelievable right now, kind of seeing how this baseball team's playing. And when you go looking at it, yo, Padres Nation, yo, mods, relax, bro. Padres Nation, please. When you start looking at it as well, chat, it's, you have confidence, right? You have confidence that this baseball team is going to win every single night. And we haven't said that in a long time about a Padre team. And tomorrow you got Mackenzie Gore versus Kyle Freeland. Once again, it's the matchup. Mackenzie Gore's coming off his worst outing in his young Major League Baseball career. He's 4-2 with a 2.50 ERA. You saw that ERA absolutely balloon when he had a bad start. Hopefully, Mackenzie Gore, this is a very big start for Mackenzie Gore. Hopefully, he can turn it around, chat. But Padres fans, I totally forgot once again on the live stream. But can we get some Padres wind bells in the chat to celebrate this glorious win, Friar Faithful? And I mean, a Big win, Friar Faithful. Another sweep. This team is playing unbelievable baseball. And let's hear the bells, chat. One more time, chat. One more time.
was it actually 41 runs in four games against the Cubs? 25 the last two nights, 37 and 41. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable, chat. It's unbelievable. This team is really starting to just make you believe. And now where do we all stand, chat? I want to talk to y'all. I'm sure. I'm sure y'all believe right now. I mean, we are riding some sky-high confidence. I think the league is really starting to take this Padre team for notice. I really think that they're starting to see that this team is legitimate. Now, I do want to get into our hogwashes and our top hogs of the night. Let's first start with the hogwash. And I don't want to spend too much time on it because it is what it is. But it was 100% Luke Voigt today. Luke Voigt today. No, it's time, BQ. You thought you thought about getting into the segue. That's 10 straight losses for the Cubs. But we look at Luke Voigt today for the San Diego Padres. Did not have his best day at the plate by any means. Was 0 for 5 today for the San Diego Padres with four strikeouts, I believe. So, listen. Basically, everyone contributed from an offensive standpoint. Every starter had a hit today except Trent Grisham, who walked. And Luke Voigt was really awful today at the dish. 0 for 5. Four strikeouts tough however he's been really good for the Padres as of late he's been lights out so I don't think this is anything to dwell on I don't think this is anything to think too much about I think he's going to be okay so Luke Voigt your hogwash of the night now your top hogs of the day one of them Y'all ready? Let me know. Your first top hog of the day. Surprise, surprise is Joe Musgrove. Surprise, surprise, everybody. This guy, it's him and it's Gonsolin right now for the NL Cy Young. This guy's an absolute horse. Every time he takes the mound, this team is winning. Every time he takes the mound, he's having a career year in a contract year. And oh baby, they are going to have to extend him big time. Moves to 8-0 on the year, 1.59 ERA and a whip of under .95. Joe Musgrove, your first top hog of the night. Now, For your next top hog of the night, you may ask, hmm, this one could be interesting. Who should it be, hog? There's a lot of names here. The offense has been great. What should we do from a top hog standpoint offensively? He's been due. He's been due. Let's get some no more Mazaras in the chat Padres fans, no more Mazzara is 110%. Finally wins his first top hog award of the year. He's been due. I should have been giving him some more lately. Let's get this thing to 100 likes. Let's get some no more Mazzara's in the chat. 100% your top hog of the night. Mazzara's been unbelievable for the San Diego Padres. Jeff, I think you just got on the stream. We just gave Joe Musgrove our first top hog, and Nomar Mazzara, our next top hog. Listen, everybody, Nomar Mazzara has been fantastic for the San Diego Potters this year. The quality of at-bats, we knew the power was there, and it finally saw the power take off today as well. That clubbed that home run. It was super nice to see. It was great to see Mazzara finally get involved in the power department, man. Oh, baby, he also needed it. He also needed it. Now he's hitting 340-plus on the year. It's just, He's just been a revelation. 
He's been an absolute revelation. And it's, and it's just such a delight to see everybody. Here's the Mazzara home run again in the second inning in case you missed it. Runs first three years in the big leagues. It's a high fly ball to deep right field. Hayward going back at the wall. That ball is gone. So there's your top hog and no more Mazzara. We take a look at our updated tally boards on June 16th, 2022. 65 games in, everybody. The San Diego Padres are 41-24. and 24, Best start in franchise history. Joe Musgrove is tied with Jerkson Profar for third place with six aggregate score. Luke Voigt has that hogwash. Hassan Kim actually has a score of three, so he should be in the top eight. But I just wanted to keep Luke Voigt in here because I feel like he's going to be here and here to stay with how he's playing as of late. But here are your updated top hog hogwash style boards. Again, if you're new to the channel, everybody, I hope you subscribe. Join the hogwash for year-round Padres content. Essentially, how this tally board works is that we give an award to the best Padre or Padres after every single game called the Top Hog Award. And then, with the hogwash award, we give that award to the worst Padres in that game. It's a plus one, minus one aggregate score. And that's that. We have who our rankings are for the best players all year long. El Manisto Deli Defensa is, of course, at first... And then we have the following guys after him. Can Fernando Tatis make a late season run and get on the podium? Well, he's going to have to be very, very damn good in order to do so. We heard from socially awkward Ryan Flaherty on the Padres Hogwatch postgame show, everybody. But, wow. It's a big one, chat. Now, what do you think's the ceiling for this team right now? Are you at a point where, it, you know, can we officially call, and this is a serious question, can we officially call the San Diego Padres team World Series contenders? Are, are, are we at a point where we can call this team World Series contenders? And I want to talk about Luis Garcia, by the well on stream. Yes, sir, Morshu. Why not us? Would you consider expanding the list so we could see like the top 15 players the season continues and more top hogs are given out? Sure. Sure, I'd consider it. Yeah, I can, I can probably add some more slots. Nomar, Nomar Mazzara and, and Musgrove were your top hogs of the day. Not even close. Playoff contenders for sure, no doubt about it. You want to wait till the All-Star break? 100% understand. But I mean, right now, everybody, everything's clicking on all cylinders. Now, I, wanna, I do want to talk about Luis Garcia. Because, you know, I've been getting hammered on Twitter for my Luis Garcia takes. And here's where I want to address them. Okay. Here's how I want to address the Luis Garcia takes. And I totally understand. Okay. I totally understand that Luis Garcia has an unlucky BABIP. It's not going to stay at 336 the whole season. I understand that he strikes out guys at an extremely high rate. I understand that he walks guys at an extremely low rate. I understand that he has a 60% ground ball rate. He has only, he's given up zero home runs in 24 innings. But. I just don't still feel comfortable with him as our setup guy. And I understand Eric Hosmer absolutely screwed him. I understand Eric Hosmer had that awful error in the eighth inning. But I'm still at a point. I'm still at a point where I just don't know how confident I can feel about it. 
By the way, mods, I really need y'all to take care of the chat like that. What are y'all thoughts on Luis Garcia? Because it's never at a point where it's a one, two, three inning. It's a clean inning. And, and listen, the numbers won't lie. He's been awesome this year. He's been amazing this year for the Padres from the number standpoint. But from a comfort feeling, from a, from a feeling of he's going to be okay, I still don't know how I feel about it. So, I don't know. That's my point on Garcia. I think we've noticed Taylor Rogers starting to come back to reality a little bit. Um, a lot another run today. But because this offense is so good, it doesn't matter. It, 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 it literally doesn't matter. He's been unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. What do you mean you're signing up? Exactly, Sam. With the stuff he has, he should be a, a, a just a shutdown setup guy. And listen, the numbers are going to tell you who he has been, but I think we've all been watching the games to the point where we don't know if he's truly feeling like that. But man, I cannot get over Ryan Flaherty. That dude is so awkward. Holy cow. Holy cow. And take a look at this, everybody. Joe Musgrove has tied an MLB record with Ubaldo Jimenez of most consecutive outings of six innings minimum pitched and two earned runs or less straight. 12 straight games. And there's only been, okay, there's only been eight pitchers in Major League history to have 12 plus quality starts straight to begin the season. And here are, the, here are the hitters right now. Here are the numbers. Tanaka with 16 in 2014. Listen to these names. Maddox in 1994 with 16. Kluber, his amazing year in 2018. Ubaldo Jimenez, his amazing years with the Orioles. Pedro Martinez twice. And no, no, Joe. Joe Musgrove in 2022. It hasn't been done in four years. Jose with the $2 holla, I appreciate it, says, I put Krizmat as the setup guy. So that's a debate where I don't know if I would do that because Nabil Krizmat's a kind of a, he's a contact guy. And you don't really know if you would want to put a contact guy kind of in those situations when it's very important. So that's kind of the argument of not having Krizmat in that role, everybody. Speaking of Nabil Krizmat, we're giving we're going to give away his jersey very, very soon. Make sure you follow me on Instagram to be entered into the giveaway. Also, follow me on Twitter at Borna. AKA Hog, excuse me, at the Hog Watch on Twitter. We'll let you know when we go live after every single San Diego Padres game. I'm getting ready for game six of the NBA Finals, but we had to stream today. I was working all day discussing this amazing San Diego Padres team, what their situation is. And here we go, everybody. The Rockies have a little bit of had our number, but we have to now we have Gore, we have Martinez, and we have Snell. Now, this is serious. Will you happy if you can take two of three? And Morshu, I have a question for you. Cock. Balls even? By the way, I'm not score checking. But I'm score checking. Go A's, baby. Need these Red Sox to go on a big time losing streak. I have the Warriors winning tonight. We'll see though. I could be wrong. When Suarez is back, he should be a setup man. Don't you agree? Nah. 
I think Drew Pomeran should be the setup man, BQ. Suarez is probably that seventh inning guy. Uh, I, I trust Luis Garcia more than Suarez, in, in all honesty. Uh, you would hope, in my opinion, that it's Drew Pomeranz, but then there's an argument where you may not want two guys. You may not want two guys being um, both lefties kind of being your setup guys. So, I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting. Again, everybody, we have about 180 people in this live stream. Let's get this thing up to 100 likes. Come on, everybody, smash the like button. I also have to tell you all something I'm very, I'm pissed off about. I'm pissed off about something. 60% of the people who watch me aren't subscribed. Subscribe to the Hogwatch, everybody. Just subscribe to the channel. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take any money. And if you want to help me out even more, join the Hogwatch YouTube membership. Okay. Next. Next. That's my address of the bullpen. I think the bullpen's fine. And I think they're going to get reinforcements. The thing is, I don't think those reinforcements are as good as we think. Everyone is in love with Pierce Johnson. I'm not. Everyone's in love with Luis Garcia. I'm not. Everyone's in love with Suarez. I'm not. The Blind Squirrel's in love with me. JK, thank you so much for the $1 holla. The Blind Squirrel. Seems like you're new to the channel, man. I hope you subscribe and join the Hogwatch. But with how the offense is playing and the upward trajectory that it's going, we can afford seeing this pitching staff take a slight hit. You can afford to see this pitching staff take a slight hit because this offense has been so good. And now we're getting to a place where hopefully this offense can continue it and carry it over to Colorado. Because right now, we can face a struggling Rockies team in a big-time hitting environment, and that can be vital for the San Diego Padres and our success. It's hype. So I want to ask you. I got a little bit blown up on Twitter for this, and I want you all to see. I want to get your opinion. I asked, are you confident with Luis Garcia holding a one-run lead? One guy says yes, as he just did, because that was an unearned run Learn baseball. I wasn't talking about today's game, buddy. Let's see who liked it. Sure. But I know you were upset about me. Don't understand why you drink so much hatred when it comes to Garcia. Regardless, Palm and Pierce are back soon, so I believe they'll get the bulk of the high pressure. So that we know what they think. Daniel thinks yes. This guy does not think yes. This guy does. He's like, eh. Ammo says no hog. This guy says yes. To be fair, I don't trust anyone with the Hosmer at first. Kirk says, given up zero earns in 21 of his 25 appearances. Here's what I'd say. I says, that's not my point. I've said this a hundred times. He always pitches in the stretch. Needs more one, two, three innings. You can't always get out of jams, even with a good sinker. So when I say that, we take a look at Luis Garcia Padre stats. When I say he's always pitching in the stretch, take a look at him, everybody. He's always allowing a hit in an inning. Rarely one, two, three innings. Sorry I don't follow your every move. Tilted. Can't get out of jams at the defense. So I don't know. 
Jose, thank you for the $2 holo says, is there anyone on the trade block you would take? Absolutely. I'd take Nelson Cruz if he's on the block. I'd take J.D. Martinez if he's on the block. I don't think J.D. will be on the block. But I would take, uh, yeah, heck, I would take, take everybody on the block. I would not want Andrew Benintendi. I would not want Andrew Benintendi. I'll tell you that. So again tomorrow, Padres Rockies tomorrow, everybody. Friday night, I will be streaming here at, at home in LA. Then I'll be heading over to San Diego after the stream for Father's Day. Mackenzie Gore, Kyle Freeland, games at 540. How are we feeling going into this Rocky series? Playing the Rockies in Coors is the test for us. It 100% is. I don't know how I feel about it. But Chet, I don't know about you, but I like this team at home more. I like this team at home more. I mean, excuse me. I like this team on the road more. Something about it. Something about the excitement when this team's on the road. And I feel like this team enjoys playing on the road more. And that's not me giving a shot to our fans. That's not me hammering our fans. But, but like, this team feels different on the road. We're the Road Warriors. That's kind of the motto of this team so far. And that's totally fine. We totally can embrace it. Jose, thank you so much for the $2 holidays. We don't need Benintendi. We have Mazzara. That's an unbelievable thing, man. Again, I'll say it one more time. This guy. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, everybody, this is no more Mazar. Wait, hold on. Hold on. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. Hello, everybody. This is no more Mazara here with the San Diego Padres. I am absolutely tearing it up right now for this baseball team. I had another two-run tater today. My first home run with this team. AJ Preller is my daddy, and he is a proud son right now. He is a proud son right now. And you guys say, you know what? He only liked me because I'm a Texas Ranger. Nah. You take a look at my numbers with the San Diego Padres so far. They've been absolutely delightful. They've been absolutely delightful for the San Diego Padres. Another two for three day. And I walk today for this baseball team. Another tater. And I'm hitting 350 on the year. So you want to talk about Will Myers. You want to talk about Andrew Benintendi. Well, what you should do is subscribe to the Hogwatch YouTube channel. And I think Hog just made a new emoji of me in the chat today. I want to see it tested out in the chat. I'm no more Mazzara, and I approve this message. He's been awesome. He's been he's just been awesome for this team, and he looks really comfortable at the plate. By the way. By the way, we have a report from Kevin Acey. 
Chat, not breaking news, but a report on his recent article on Joe Moscove extension. Quote, the Padres continue to offer an incentive-laden contract that does not appeal to Joe Musgrove. Sources familiar with the recent offers from the Padres said that they were frustrating to Joe Musgrove. Interesting. AJ Preller is going to continue to play hardball with Joe Musgrove. And he may likely lose out on Joe Musgrove if he continues to try and play at this clip. Wow. Wow. That's not great. That's not great. Again, I'll say it again. Quote. The Padres per Kevin Nacy continue to offer an incentive-laden contract that does not appeal to Joe Musgrove. Sources familiar with the recent offers from the Padres said that they were frustrating to Joe Musgrove. Very frustrating. Let me get, guys, I'm trying to get a Wilson Contreras in a Padres uniform. Pay that man. Why even throw in the incentives? Here's why you throw into the incentives. And I totally get it. Well, here's actually what. Okay, I'm kidding. It's because here's the issue, Sky, when we talk about this Joe Musgrove deal. Joe Musgrove, he's not a sub two ERA pitcher. Now he's having a sub two ERA year, but he's not a sub two ERA pitcher. Number one. Number two, this free agent market is super thin. I'm flying to AJ's house now to give him a piece of my mind. Yeah, play hardball with him. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to go to the Dodgers. But this also is a very weak and thin free agent market. So, Joe Muscove has a lot of leverage in contract talks. But AJ Preller doesn't truly believe, nor he should... That Joe Musgrove's a sub two R two ERA pitcher. There's only a few of those guys. Like Kershaw is prime, Max Scherzer, Jacob Degrom. But also Musgrove's overperforming better than Gosman was, Robbie Ray. So it's kind of in the middle of those two guys. And the thing is, the question is, can AJ Preller get a contract? That is really dependent on Musgrove's performance. That's what he's offering. Maybe the total value of the contract could exceed $170, $180 million. But they have to be incentivized. Maybe if Musgrove has an ERA of under 3, he'll get 140. If it's under 2.5, he'll get 160. You know, something along those lines, I think, is what A.J. Preller is searching for and hoping to get Musgrove to bite on. But it's looking like that won't be the case. He is overperforming right now. It's the truth. And take a look at this tweet. The sides have talked in recent days. The Potters continue to offer an incentive-laden contract that sources said does not appeal to Joe Musgrove. The pitcher doesn't want to comment on what is happening in negotiations, 
but sources familiar with the recent offers from the Padres said they were frustrating to Joe Musgrove. That is not good. The issue is that paying Musgrove what he's actually worth, it's going to lead to a significant chunk of our payroll being just three players in Machado, Tatis, and Musgrove. If Musgrove doesn't take a more team-friendly deal, he's going to walk. It's the truth, everybody. We all want to extend him, but think about this. The issue with paying him like he is a sub-TRA pitcher is that him, Machado, and Tatis are going to take up the significant part of this team's payroll. If he doesn't take a team-friendly deal, he's going to walk. He's going to walk. So it will be interesting to see what happens from this situation. Do I think do I think he's going to walk? I'm getting a little bit concerned. I don't want to think about this too much. I think what we should do is just enjoy this season and whatever happens happens. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, everybody. I'm going to run. It's game six of the NBA Finals. I'm going to go watch it. I'll be in Discord later tonight, chat. Thank you so much for watching. I know it was a short stream, but Padres win, baby. Let's get some Padres win bells in the chat. Like, right now, let's get some Padres win bells in the chat. It's been hog, everybody. I'm signing out.